Broadway Radio. I'm your host, Jenna Tessa Fox. Today, we're talking about Jane Eyre, the musical based on the 1847 novel by Charlotte Bronte, with music and lyrics by Paul Gordon and a book by John Kerr. The musical ran on Broadway in 2000 and 2001, and will be coming back to New York as a concert at 54 Below on Wednesday, February 28th, directed by Robbie Rozelle. To celebrate the show, I talked with Robbie Rozelle about recreating it as a concert. And here's Robbie Rozelle to talk about adapting the musical for the 54 Below stage. Okay, so can you tell me about how did this idea come to you, and what made you think Jane Eyre at 54 Below? Go. Well, weirdly, I conceived the project uh, for Elena Shadow, um, who is a, a dear friend of mine, and su- she's such a brilliant uh, singer and actress that I wanted something to showcase her. And uh, so we we conceived uh, this concert um, because I had fallen in love with the original production back in 2000, and it was so overshadowed. Uh, by the producers, and uh, that was also the year of um, the Full Monty right, and right. Seussical and a class act, etc. So we, um, I, I conceived it with Elena in mind, and uh, strangely, last Friday at 9 a.m., uh, she called me in a panic because she has to withdraw from the show. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Uh, well, listen, when it's announced why she has to withdraw from the show, you will say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but um, but I went into a, a full-blown panic for two minutes, um, and uh, we quickly got Samantha Massell on uh, to replace her. Samantha, of course, from Fiddler on the Roof and Rags, and she's so wonderful. So it's a, it's great casting. Um but my reason for doing the show uh, disappeared. But I'm in love with the show. So regardless of who's in the lead, it's exciting. Can you talk a bit about what attracted you to Jane Eyre to begin with? Uh, I loved it, too. I saw it a bunch of times during the Broadway run. So always excited to find another fan. Yeah, I fell in love with the, the score of the show from from my first viewing of it back in 2000. I thought I think I saw it. Uh, twice, maybe three times. Uh, I don't know. I'm very old, so like I don't retain <laughs> useful information like dates. Um, like how many times but, you saw Jane Eyre? Everyone knows how many yeah. times they saw Jane Eyre. Come on, Robbie. <laughs> but and I, it felt at the time like this beautiful, beautiful jewel of a show that nobody was talking about. Um, because again, the year of the producers. And listen, I'm the world's biggest comedy fan. Uh, but, but I was like, oh, something special is happening on the stage. Uh, the score, uh, Paul Gordon's score and John Caird's, uh, book and direction. And you remember that original production was huge oh, with yes. like all the turntables, mm-hmm. uh, up above and down below there were turntables. So like all these magical wipes were happening on stage. It was really cool. But at the heart of it, it was just this simple story of this this woman, a girl turned woman who the world keeps beating down on. And yet every time she would stand up to whatever happened to her with a dignity and a grace uh, and, and go forward, which is, you know, my life philosophy is to just push forward in the, in the face of uh, adverse uh, adversary. 
Sure. Adversary, let's say adversary. Adversary, adversity. I mean, same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, just just keep pushing forward. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a song early in the show called Forgiveness that really speaks to that. Um, so it's just it's such a special, beautiful score. And of course, I listened to the cast album on a loop for the last what is that, 19 years now? Uh, no, 18 years, 2018. Um, Let's make it older than I am. Uh, <laughs> the show so, originated in what 1939, and it was never mind. And uh, and then last year I had the joy of designing the cast album of Daddy Long Legs, which is also a, a, a Paul Gordon and John Caird musical. And um, it was around that point when I was starting to put together Jane Eyre. So uh, it was just sort of like a, a lovely coincidence that sort of push it into being. Do you feel that the show might have been ahead of its time in some ways, that now with the Me Too era and women running for, and more women than ever running for Congress and a lot more talk about empowerment and finding our own place in the world, do you think this, this is really the ripe time to bring back Jane Eyre? Well, yeah. I think that it was uh, ahead of its time and behind its time at the same time. Because it came at the very end of those, like, through-sung sort of pop operas. Sure. Uh, Les Mis and Miss Saigon and Phantom of the Opera and Sunset Boulevard, you know, that just, um, they were these lovely, beautiful pop operas that were through-sung. And then uh, it, it came right at the tail of that. And so uh, I think people sort of rolled their eyes about uh, another public domain book. Um, uh, with with a through song score, but at the same time, absolutely, it was too soon in terms of like the uh, the, the Me Too movement and um, you know women women standing on their own. It's exactly the right time, uh, and again, purely coincidental. It, there was no thought put into that when the show was chosen, um, but I'm thrilled. Uh, to to be able to put Jane back on stage where she belongs. Absolutely. So apart from Elena Shadow, can you talk about the other casting? I understand there's at least one original cast member returning to the show. Mary Stow yes. is coming back, y'all. Mary Stow. She is, she's up from being hit by the hot dog car Thank and God. coming back on stage. Um, so glad she made that recovery. <laughs> She's so lovely. Let me tell you what, Mary South's becoming my new best friend on Facebook. It's true. Awesome. Um, I love her. And um, she she was the only person in the original cast that I uh, sort of reached out to because I couldn't see it happening without her. Um, Because for me, she was sort of like, Aside from Marla, uh, Marla Schaefel's brilliant original performance, yes. it, Mary, Mary Stout it was so like burnished in my memory uh, that I was like, uh, we need a Mary Stout. No, we need Mary Stout. We don't need a Mary Stout type. So um, I sent her off a quick email and she said yes, literally five seconds later. So um I'm really excited about it. Uh, Kevin Massey, who um, played Monty on the uh, Gents Guide tour, is uh, Rochester. Uh, Ryan Speakman is uh, in the cast. He he just did the uh, the reading of the rewritten version of the show. Nice. Um, 
yeah, uh, Clay Singer, Celia Hottenstein um, is is coming in to sing Helen and uh, and uh, Blanche Ingram for me. Uh, and weirdly, when she was like 12 years old, she played Sally Brown to my Charlie Brown. Oh, um, wow. I know. And then like she grew up and went off to college and uh, was recently Christine Daae on the Phantom Tour. So she was a no brainer to just call her and say, hey. Uh, I need you to sing. Uh, Dana Costello from Finding Neverland is in it. It's, God, it's such such a great company of of singers to to come together for one night and sing this really beautiful music. And what has it been like for you to direct this, to recreate it, to bring it back to life again, but with your own vision? Uh, it's it's been interesting because you know these fifty four concerts you can't use the book you can use like like connective tissue but you're not doing the show proper uh you're you're doing songs from with some connective dialogue so it's been making those trims and adapting it and you know how are we going to position people on a stage the size of a posted stamp um (laughs) <laughs> you know, because yep. I'm using an ensemble and where are they going to be uh, has been really fascinating, uh, made more crazed by the fact that I've been uh, traveling with other shows that I've been working on. So uh, a lot of it has been mapped out and is uh, being undertaken by my assistant director, Yoni Weiss, um, because I leave for London tomorrow. Yes for for six days and then i come back to to put it all together um and and then i weep for two days of dementia Uh, (laughs) looking forward to those two days of dementia (laughs) just sleep because i'm exhausted (laughs) directing and jet lag the best of both worlds yes it's really going to be you don't know, and I'm narrating this concert. Oh, so. you're narrating too. Oh, you'll be up on the yeah. stage. Oh boy. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, this Jane Eyre holds a special place for me. I remember Jane Eyre is the show that made me a social justice warrior because you remember when um, it was nominated for five Tonys and then it announced its closing. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Tonys were like, "Well, then you're not going to perform," and don't think that a bunch of us theater fans didn't take to our live journals and MySpace <laughs> for hashtag justice for Jane Eyre. Yep. Dim for Jane. Because uh, we, I was like, I will boycott the Tonys if it's not performing. Yep. And Alanis Morissette kicked in that money to keep them open through the Tonys. Uh, and they performed Sirens on the show. Uh, so, like, the show means like it's it's really it's a very personal show uh for me so i'm really i'm really excited to be up there uh and to be part of its its ongoing story i'm excited to see it robbie thank you so much for talking with us oh this has been a pleasure 